the nation and around the world this is not coast to coast again <laughs> i haven't had coffee yet and i'm feeling squirrely so oh man you guys are you guys are in for it how did the comdex space go great um we didn't have anywhere near enough time to cover what we wanted to but we covered as much as we could and it went well i think i uh like i said i haven't had coffee so i'm i'm amped up on on just me and that's scary Dang. The uh, call I was supposed to have around the same time got pushed back like 20, 30 minutes, so I might have to dip at some point. How dare you? I know. Love you. I can bring Bella up. If you guys want to talk or you want to want to speak, want to join, you guys have questions, we're going to keep this super open as well. Like if you guys want to pop up and ask questions throughout, um, feel free. Stick your hands up. Yeah. If you just want to come up here to spam the, the basket with whatever weird um, creepy tweets a million times too, that's fine. Just completely open. We like creepy tweets. But yes, round four is going live in 27 minutes. Woot. Um, let's see how things go, guys. <laughs> What's up, Bella? Now, if I need to get bail money together to get Ethan out, because, <laughs> I mean, no coffee? Are you kidding? I, I have maybe heard him on a call while his wife was delaying bringing, bringing him his coffee, saying, be careful, guys, you're about to hear some domestic violence. <laughs> That's not true. I will not stand for such allegations. Okay. No, I, I really do uh do need it though. Um I'm working on it. I'll, I'll get some coffee in me here at some point when I manage to whip it together, but I'll be all right. How are you guys doing? People are starting to file in now. Um did you um Bella, could you get this shared on like our um telegram and discord and stuff? I'm too stupid to do it. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to make coffee. Or Catwater official whiskered <laughs> ambassador. Hey yo. Oh, Catwad's in the in the house too. Welcome, sir. Some updated terms on round four. If you guys missed it, um, just some community feedback. Just keep everything a flat dollar amount instead of a flat token amount. So this round and every round after this, if there are rounds after this, will be a flat fifty grand. Also makes the jackpot a little bit less risky and hopefully drives a little more FOMO. Rounds are faster, one day instead of two. Bonus time resets to fifteen minutes instead of thirty. Let's make it more action packed. Um, uh, also, increasing the bonus if the round does fill. So if it fills in bonus time, an extra 6% to the first half of the round, the first 25 grand that comes in. Uh, whoever does fill the round gets 1,000 arch, just liquid. We sent it to you live, so it's you know, like 170 bucks or something right now. Um, so, yeah, try, that makes it a total of 3.4% of bonus tickets given out in a round, um, or bonus money given out in a round, uh, which if... A jackpot is less than 3.4%, potentially is less expensive. If it's more than 3.4%, it's more. So if you just like tracking the numbers and stuff, that's 
you know, always my thing. So that's an increase from the 1% it had been in round three, where it was just a bonus 10% of tickets to the first 10% of participants, whereas the round was closed by somebody who was not one of those uh, first 10% participants. So we do track last bidders. In the future, we'll do things like give more NFTs and stuff to the round closers, as well as random round participants. We're going to keep growing this. But um, yeah, new changes. Now 3.4% bonus to uh, tokens, tickets, basically to whoever, like to if a round does fill. So we can compare that to whatever potential jackpots exist and see how things work. Round still going up by 8% um, valuation per round. Vesting still going up one month for all previous rounds every time a new round launches. Questions, comments, concerns, quips, queries. Over the last couple of days, we have had very many inquiries about Outbid, which is cool. So maybe there's reinvigorated demand. Maybe there's absolutely none. We never know. It scares the shit out of our CTO, and that's the most fun part for me. Nice. Uh, the VIP bidding to the whitelist, which it will comprises of everybody who has LP'd on AstroVault, as well as everybody who has participated in Outbid. If you ever participate in a public round, you're whitelisted for future rounds. Um, the VIP section will just be for 10 minutes at this point, as we're trying to speed things up. And if we get new people looking, new people here in Twitter spaces or whatnot, you guys don't have to wait quite as long um, to get rolling. We were, we were going to keep the longer VIP section if rounds kept filling in VIP section. That way we could go as far as we could just with LPs. It was really cool round one, filling in four minutes. Only LPs got a chance to participate. <laughs> so that lowest valuation was literally only from people who had used AstroVault. Round two ended up going to public time. And so I, from that point on, now it's basically open to other people. However, uh, we like the idea of, one, we have it built that we can. Uh, but two, we like the idea of first access, especially with things like 6% bonuses, um, going to the people who participated and helped us. Got the people's money coming up. Welcome, brother. How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? Glad to see uh, everything is still rolling really good for y'all. Congrats again. Uh, love it. Um, I do got a quick question. So like the timer right now is saying that it's, what is it, just a little below 30 minutes. So when's the next bonus round? So if this round does not fill within 24 hours, bonus round will start in 24 hours. So same time tomorrow. Let's do it again. Okay, I got you. Perfect. Makes sense. Yeah, had in 48 for the previous rounds. Um, cut the valuation, cut the time, trying to speed this up, gamify it a bit more. Um, honestly, we want to we want to get through this campaign so we can launch the token and everything, but we're not going to complain if uh, the price goes up and people give us money. So however long this goes, it goes. As soon as it ends, within the next day or two, we'll have our token go live, airdrop go live, uh, APRs, first staking farm, all that good stuff. So we've, got, we've got everything lined up on that end. Um, give us a you know couple days to make it all work, but shouldn't take too long um just yeah seeing how far this goes seeing how much traction we could drive it seeing how many heads we can turn how many clients we can line up how many return users we can generate for next campaign awesome man i i love it i can't wait to see how far this goes thank you man yeah like like i said we've we've gotten a lot of interest a lot of people are liking it which uh honestly is offensive because astrovault's so damn cool <laughs> and more people are talking about outbid but outbid's more fun so that's awesome and once we get all this, you know, APRs, boosted uh, NFTs type stuff, AstroVault's about to be a lot more fun too. So we are excited for where we're headed. Well, 
I lost one bonus round. I got some bags ready. I'm waiting on this bonus. <laughs> uh, so you prefer the bonus to the early part? You like the, um, the bidding? You know, the first part, which I didn't really kind of understand the outbid completely. But the first round, uh, I ain't going to lie. Like, soon as that timer hit zero, I bought right in. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. I, I try to buy it as quickly as possible. But after watching so many rounds, it, to me, it seems like the bonus round is more or less the fun part. So that's more or less where I would like to try to snag. <laughs> yep. You should definitely try and get in the first part if you can to get the extra 6% in case they close that round on you, L. Got to think long-term strategy, right? Ah, that makes makes a lot more sense. So if you're just if you're just in one tranche, then you know if you if they close it, then you don't get your bonus. And if you were part of that first part, you know, and, and it doesn't actually close, and somebody ends up running away with the bag, then that person's super lucky, you know. Yeah, you got to kind of play all the angles. No, I I like it. it it's uh, it makes it very fair because it's you know it's not just. Uh, based off of one thing, you know, high bidder or first come, first serve. Right. We really tried to kind of gamify different angles. Yeah. Our goal is to make it fair, equitable, and fun. Um, but in order to do that properly, it, it has to be something where different people choose to have different strategies and see it differently. So if you like participating in an outbid or in the bonus time where it's more fun, then sweet. That is fantastic. All power to you. Um, we're hoping that with this now boost to the first 50%, um, where you could get a 6% bonus, which is then almost the valuation of the previous round, but also with uh, one month less vest, uh, that more people are interested in the first part of the round. If they fill up the first part of the round, then the jackpot's smaller, it's easier to close it, but also they only do get that jackpot if somebody does close the round. So we're hoping to build some camaraderie for people who want to close the round and work together to do it, while still having this potential jackpot in case they don't. So. Maybe get like a red team versus blue team type thing going on. Um, but the goal is for it to be fun and for it to drive sales. We already saw in round three that it worked, that that did happen. Um, but we're trying to learn and get better and, and grow as we do. So uh, we're trying to keep it as transparent as possible, like with the slight rule changes that have taken place from where it was initially. But th this is new. We are growing as fast as we possibly can. We are adapting as fast as we can. Let us know what's fun. If, if it bonus time is fun, great. We just also need to make it not so fun that everybody only waits for uh, bonus time and nothing ever gets past the first round. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're trying trying to find a balance here, and we're all working together to do it. So thank you for your feedback, bro. Oh, yeah. Thanks for participating. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's going a lot, lot, lot better. I love it. It's uh, It's great. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Bella, how you doing, fam? How was your evening? How was the podcast last night? Actually, I did play it back late last night. I wasn't there live. Saw you guys doing some perps. We were talking about perps. Yes, there is a goal in mind with all of these that uh, Scott is demoing. So you're just going to have to wait until the end of the week for that to really become apparent. I love it. Uh, Scott, uh, I don't know if you can speak or not, but that was a, that was a darn good video. Uh, showing people how to use perps because i haven't actually seen a lot of con content on, on youtube and even though perps are way more instinctual than traditional options trading uh nobody really understands them the same way nobody really understands options they just do it so <laughs> awesome bid dude uh, do do follow the dark side of the podcast if you guys aren't um, really good content coming from there and they're good friends of astro vault that live read though 
Oh my God, I was dying. That was fantastic. Truth be told, that one almost broke me. You amazed me. Um, (laughs) Our bid timer is down to 14 seconds. Do you guys like that we push the timer live like a day in advance this time? Obviously, we don't usually have a day in between rounds, um, but we were planning on doing it three hours before. We had some, um, some people from Marchway be like, hey, just push the timer live right now. And so we did. Does that matter to you guys at all? Does that help? I personally think it helps because you've got p- many people from many different time zones. So it, it it cuts down on the confusion. Cool, cool. We had some people tell us that the timer wasn't good enough. We needed to show what time it starts. But yeah, time zones. And I don't know. I don't know if enough people are like regular users are used to converting to UTC all the time like we are. Um, I had a meeting where somebody put EST plus one. And sure enough, they meant an hour ahead of Eastern time. I'm like, that's a really weird way to denote that. (laughs) But all right. (laughs) Well, we're lucky. We're in central time. So converting from central to UTC is relatively easy. You just add six. Or five. Yeah, depending on the time of year. I'm liking central time way more than I like Pacific time, though. Although football does get pretty late now. But I, I get to, you know, go to church without checking my phone constantly. So that's, that's promising. <laughs> Anyways, I got 13 minutes going into round four. Anyone else want to talk some strategies? Anyone else want to give some feedback on what's going on, on things that we could better, things that are confusing, things that are fun, how you're going to beat us all and take a jackpot? Any DAOs working together to close and share the uh, the finishing? Um, the finishing bid. Ooh, that's a strategy. Teamwork makes the dream work, man. Honestly, I would love to see how that would work out as a like a green and blue team type deal. Close out something. So yeah, my backgrounds and. Everything game theory. <laughs> I worked in casinos for absolutely forever. Um, always try to play every game from every side, break everything every way we can. One strategy that, like, if I were to be participating more heavily, which I plan to do in future rounds and campaigns, um, one strategy that I would like to employ is, yeah, get a team of people together and put, like, 80% of our funds in together at the first 50%, like, in the first half of a round. That, I think, might be the last one. Or that I think, um, like, so one first round lowest valuation, that's great if I don't mind to vest. If it's something I'm trying to, like, LP and farm with early on, I might wait a couple rounds till I see things slowing down. Then have us put, like, 80% of our capital in, in the like, at the beginning, ideally in the whitelist section, so that we can get the bonus 6%. But then save the last 20%, and as soon as the jackpot's low enough that we can snipe the end, snipe the end and get the extra couple hundred bucks. Um, as well as ensure we get the 6%. So. That's something I've been toying with, but lots of different strategies, which is fantastic. As long as they drive sales, it'll be easier if we could, you know, get Dow like shared interfaces together or uh, have like multi-sigs better built into the platform, but all in, all in good time, people. So need to see where the demand is. I can't assume that I'm the normal player. Fair. In fact, we could probably assume that you're not. But I'm a high volume player. Right. <laughs> Ethan, what games did you like? Did you play growing up? 
poker. I played a lot of poker and a lot of uh, strategy games. I played I played the crap out of StarCraft. Played a lot of StarCraft, Brood War, and um, Warcraft, and chess. Nice. I love games that I could just sit down and play and leave, so all kinds of board games, chess. In college, I got into Magic the Gathering a decent amount. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons, but the crypto Dungeons & Dragons um, built on Juno right now, they're super cool. That's actually where our ex-Adam is delegated to, their node. Uh, they're good friends of Astro Vault. Um, so do do check them out if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff. They've got some NFTs. They've got like a 3D live stream like game platform, which is pretty cool. Interesting to see gaming adapt. Yeah, I think play to earn stuff is really interesting. Just the concept that you can like use Web3 in new and interesting ways to incentivize things that previously were like massive time sinks. And, you know, because that's kind of a huge problem with games for me. That That's one of the reasons that I stopped playing them is that, you know, the time sink factor, the fact that not only is this costing a massive amount of my time, I, I, this is my time where I could be making money. So if you can if you can fill that time and make money, then you can draw a lot of those people who have kind of given up video games. A lot of us millennial, elder millennials uh, might come back. And, and I think we have seen that with like Axie and some of these other you know, more gamified things. Um, they've managed to, to reel some of us adult kids back in. Yeah, but where, where play to earn is broken is that most of what you're earning is just printed tokens that are based on nothing, which is our whole issue with, you know, every deck before us. Um, and the revenue needs to come from somewhere. Money needs to come from somewhere. You can't just print money, which is also my complaint against Terra. That made everyone think I was crazy. So um, with play to earn... Like, yes, you can earn it, but it's basically loyalty points and shouldn't be considered money unless there's a reason to base it off legitimate revenue. Uh, I don't think I can announce today, but I should be able to announce in the next week or two a very, very, very um, big game that I've been working on. <laughs> um, like that the household name that you guys will know that's coming to Web3 decently soon. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be really fun because they definitively had and are expected to have again very high revenue uh and if you can base that into you know mostly buying the token then there's a shit ton of buy pressure and now if you're earning a token that's constantly being bought if speculation drives the buying pressure higher than that then you can get really high valuations and all the meme effects but because you have legitimate revenue buying in not just relying on speculation so if we're able to make that flywheel work pretty nicely then um Astrovault will do really well because I get a lot of their tokens and it's all going to be liquidity on Astrovault. And uh, who knows, maybe they'll use Outbid. That'd be pretty cool. It'd be hot. Great, Scott. Welcome up here, bro. Scott, you're you there, bro? Yeah, can you actually hear me? Yes, sir. Can I is, it, is the audio good quality? I've never tried a Twitter space from my, my uh, uh, home PC. Can you actually hear me on this? Again, you uh, sound like you're right next to me. Excellent. Yeah, the uh, uh, I'm an old school gamer, man. I mean, I grew up, uh, the first one I ever pay, played uh, MMORPG type of game was actually on a, a system called America Online, AOL. Who remembers AOL? Show of hands. None of, I do. You, you. you might have read about it, but <laughs> you guys played it. Uh, it was uh, it was like a dollar a minute to, to play this thing, man, and that was back in the day. But uh, yeah, I went through all the uh, I went through all the runs on uh, everything: Meridian Fifty Nine, Ultima Online, EverQuest. Wow, all of those! I can't tell you how much time I pissed away uh, playing those games, and I regret none of it—not a single moment of it. I had such a good time. But 
the uh, the problem with the play to earn games, and I, I'm I know we keep trying to get this over here in crypto, man. But the problem with the play to earn games is exactly what Eric said: uh, that the tokens are based on nothing. Now, the play to earn games that are out, you find on your mobile phones, they always have the little uh, add-ons that you can get. You can pay for the time sync. You can pay to skip these things. You can pay cash. So until they implement a mechanism like that where people can pay for uh, simple upgrades, now there you now have a revenue stream that is going to be going directly to your token, and that way a play to earn model will work. But if it doesn't, meaning nobody's using it or they simply have not built in that mechanism, then all you're doing is bleeding nothing. There's just, it it won't work. It won't last. The model is flawed from the time that you launched it. But in order to make it successful, it has to be a good game. And uh, people, they, they pander to gamers. They give us a little bit of nod, but they don't actually make these good games that people want to play, that they will pay to play. Once you crack that nut, then the whole gaming space opens up in, in Web three, and I think it'll give you, uh, I think it'll give you an awful lot of, uh, an awful lot of range for you to be able to continue to develop these things. One of the things I loved about uh, some of the older games, like your EverQuest, like your World of Warcraft, and all that, were uh, bind on pickup items. So as soon as you have it, it's on your character; it can never leave your character, and that's it take that same concept nft those uh bind on pickup and uh create a marketplace for them you've just built a a good game with objects uh nfts that actually have a use meaning even if it is only in a game but it at least has it's not just a jpeg it's something that can be up and utilized has stats all that other good stuff but until they crack that most of these are just uh I don't know. They they hit up VCs. They got funded, and they're just going to burp out anything that they think gamers are really interested in. But they're not. Gamers are interested in good games, and we will play them regardless of the play to earn. We'll play a good game, but I just haven't seen any yet. Anyway, just my opinion. I, I'm all done. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's missing, and what we've kind of designed in the one that hopefully get to announce pretty soon, um, is basically like how Mr. Beast runs his YouTube channel. Everyone tunes in and watches Mr. Beast's YouTube channel because he's giving away a shit ton of money. He pours so much money into that YouTube channel. Um, and by doing that, he gets a shit ton of advertising revenue. So he gets a ton of money and he uses that money. He gets an advertising revenue to pour it back into the channel. Like the dude's channel is worth billions, but he also pours billions into it, um, which is what fuels this. The idea is if you have something that's revenue generating, and you take that revenue and instead of just paying your bills right away, you pour it back into generating more and more revenue. You can develop this kind of flywheel that is self-perpetuating, especially if it's things like direct buy pressure, which adds more to a market cap than the, than the actual purchasing was. Um, so this is a hell of a way to, um, yeah, to drive a lot of eyes and attention. So I'm personally very excited. I was excited by the name when I um, you know, joined on base, basically. We mentioned that we've self-funded this for 21 months, so we've all been doing consulting work and whatnot to get by in addition to working full-time here, um, taking other full-time jobs. Like We've just we've been scraping, um, but that's also given us a chance to grow our Rolodex, to um, grow our resumes, and we've worked with some really cool projects doing some really cool things, um, and they're happy with our work, and so they're decently loyal to us. So um, I think that's going to do wonders for us long-term as uh, you know, we try to be the best partner we can to our clients. and. Uh, we have quite a few ways of growing our client base. Oot. You guys ready for three minutes? 
What's up, Dodo? Uh, Pavel. Sorry. Pavel, I saw you had hopped up earlier. Um, didn't really get a chance to talk. If you want to hop up here and say something, come back up. Oscar, what's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Ready for round four? Slow day for questions. Those don't start coming in. I'm going to get into trouble. It's okay. It's because we've already given everyone the answers. Morning, Valeria. Welcome, fam. Once the sale starts and fills out in 30 seconds, uh, we'll be good. And don't have to stay on the space. <laughs> this is why I don't do Twitter spaces, man. That dead air, dude. It just the DJ, the uh, radio DJ. I mean, it just it pulls my soul out. Nothing is happening. Nobody's talking. That means we're not generating revenue. Oh, uh, we don't generate revenue. I, I, I spend $8 a month just so I can look at other people make revenue uh, for this blue check. That's right. All my shorts came in overnight, man. So I, I got some dosh, dude. Get it going. I love it. But yeah, um, no, Twitter spaces are just hanging out. It's uh, much less professional. Might be more professional when people other than us run them. But uh, this is... This is us hanging out publicly. Hang out with us. We're all waiting to see what happens. That's the uh, the beauty of Outbid. We don't know. <laughs> uh, we, we don't know what's going to happen. It's been weird. Benji's got new kinds of heart palpitations, so I think he's excited for when Outbid rounds aren't our own token. Um, but it's uh, it's been fun and exciting, and it's been an honor doing it with all you guys. So let's see what happens round four. About to go VIP. VIP will be for 10 minutes again. And we are live with VIP bidding. Again, anyone who does bid, set your username. Have some class. <laughs> we got D's nuts here in second place. Woo! <laughs> um, go AVX. Please change your name to Go AXB. It is so much funnier with absolutely killing me. <laughs> it's so yeah. much funnier yeah. with AVX, dude. We had somebody calling me a hick win last round. We got either no username or people or people cussing, which I also respect. Oh, seriously. <laughs> no well, no name was in third. Oh, we got Jack coming in with a max bid. Oh oh no, max is ten thousand now, right? I don't have enough funds to check down. <laughs> you guys will have to tell me. <laughs> You're broke ass Eric. <laughs> I won't be in a couple days when this is over. <laughs> uh, we're up to 10K already in VIP. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, I think we had it set to 5,000 max bid in the first two rounds and then pumped it up to 10. But, oh, if you guys just got a notice, uh, we just got push notifications to our phones from Leap Wallet advertising outbid. <laughs> we love the Leap team. They're they're absolutely awesome. So um, they they're super supportive. We reached out to them, saw if we could do that, and it just went live. So, Benji, there's your clarification. They did go forward with it, and it was an awesome little ad. So I'm going to go check it out. Nice. Let us know if you guys also got that notification. If you don't have Leap Mobile, then you're probably not degen enough. I am not degen enough, but I'm old. Not degen enough for the degen club? Old degens are great, too. My wife and I used to steal free popcorn from a bingo hall. I, I, I don't have the words, dude, for that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing, I, man. I don't either. 
<laughs> it's a nice little tidbit about you know my my thievery of stealing free stuff. I've, I've never yeah stolen anything in my life. It's not my thing, but uh, that's something fun for my wife and I. It's like visiting an insurance uh, an insurance office just for the free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Um, up to the first twenty five thousand dollars in, we'll be lined up for a bonus six percent again. Only if the round fills in bonus time. So. Uh, use with that what you will. So, not guaranteed. It's either a bonus or it's a jackpot or it's high enough demand to just get to another round. Nobody knows. We've had a lot of people calling this a Dutch auction. It's, it's literally the opposite. I don't really know what that's called, though. I need to do some more research. An anti Dutch auction? Or is that like a, a French auction? I don't know, man. A Dutch rudder? Maybe that's not- <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a completely different evening. That's what I think, personally. Way, way better than a Dutch oven. You know, that's that's a rough night. That's what that is. Hey, uh, guys, we, we crossed a quarter million. I didn't realize that. Woo! Hey! That's some good advertising right there. I don't, I don't think my sound, effect, a sound effects will come across. Try and we'll see. Yeah. Nope, not getting it. Let me be let me hit the B two, see if yeah, it comes across now. <laughs> we got the soundboard. We got the soundboard, man. We're good to go. There you go. Everybody, come on. Everybody step up. Let's let's get this done. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. <laughs> Hey, Scott, don't show Ethan how to do that. Please, he, yeah, right. he cannot be stopped. He does this in Discord all the time. It's it's atrocious. So many so many audio Rick rolls, it's insane. Although we do also have the, vi- the video Rick rolls for some of the NFT winners. So. Uh, Fabio, can we make those Rick rolls like actual NFTs? Will we get sued for it? I think that would be like the best PR ever to get sued for. Just imagine submitting that evidence. I feel like he will sue us, though. So, like, you know. All PR is good PR. You know, you say that, but I'm not sure it actually plays out that way. That's why you deal with the legal shit and I start fires and walk away. Exactly. (laughs) In five minutes, the bidding will open up to the public, and then you'll have another 23 hours and 50 minutes uh, to bid, unless it closes before then. You better fill this air, dude, or I'm going to start doing live reads. Dude, please. Can we uh like it, I think that the air should always be live reads. <laughs> all right. Uh all right. This is brought to you by uh bot brought to you by Astro Vault. Anybody who follows the show have probably heard most of these, but some these are my personal favorites. So I have to say, ladies and gentlemen of Astro Vault, have we got a treat for you? Looky here. Action figures are fun. They are highly collectible. They're fun for you and fun for the family. But there are some major historical events that have been left out of the action figure market. And AstroVault says that has to change. Do you guys know uh, AstroVault of AstroVault's Doggy Dentist and AstroVault's Rocket Powered Pogo Stick? Have you heard of them? Well, maybe you will hear about them now. <laughs> I can never get through this one, dude. AstroVault's historical action figures include the country's major historical events because if we forget, it's like it never happened. Almost like crypto. Now, 
For their very first offering, Astro Vault brings you the Donner Party action figure. It is just as playable in plastic as a normal action figure, but this one comes disassembled and it likely has some bite marks on it. But hey, that's just for uh, flavor. Relive the Donner Party experience with the Donner Party action figure. None of the cold, none of the fear, none of the hunger, but all of the fun. All Donner Party action figure parts are interchangeable with other figures. So if you want to build the He-Mail Donner, you can do it. Stop reading about history and start living it with Astro Vault's Donner Party action figures. And let's put the can-do in the cannibalization. Order right now. Do it. Just order right now. And we will be right back. I, I'm not going to be right back. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I Scott, Scott's show is fantastic. I, I told you guys to go give him a follow. Check it out. But the live reads are my favorite part. <laughs> you all have sponsors be the sponsor. Um, like <laughs> full transparency, Astral does intend to begin sponsoring the channel uh, decently soon. So that will be our first marketing sponsor. Um, but we, we have nobody on payroll right now, like including ourselves, life's been painful, but Hey, we're getting some money in. Um, but, uh, we very much intend to keep the spirit of live reads because God, that's fun. If we ever succeed to the point of losing our humor, we deserve neither. Well, you guys have already given me live reads, dude. We did them here. I'll send you one. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I Eric wrote this. <laughs> nice yeah, yeah, Eric, you need to read your live read. There you go. Here's the first one that they sent us out, and I had to try to uh, I had to try to fumble my way through this because I didn't understand any of it. But Eric wrote it, so clearly he does. Eric, go ahead, man, take it away. Oh, I, I'm making Ethan read this one because we can't. Okay, you guys work it out. I'll go on mute. Ethan just sent it to you on Telegram. Telegram. Telegram no, no pre-reading. You got to go for it. That's the spirit. Ahoy, fellow Dex Cosmonauts. Brace yourself for an interstellar journey into the celestial realms of Astrovault.io, the quintessence of decentralized exchange excellence. Behold, our protocol is fortified with a symphony of cryptographic primitives where Z... What the heck is going on here? Where ZK snarks zero-knowledge succinct non-interactive arguments of knowledge dance in harmony with post-quantum lattice-based cryptography. It's not just security, it's the cryptographic ballet of Astrovault. Now, before you ask, because I know you're going to ask, let's talk quantum resistance. Our hash function... Okay, this is, to, to be clear, this isn't actually Astrovault, because there are people on here that might have just joined. Our hash functions are as resilient as quantum resistant hash functions can be, thwarting any potential potential shores algorithm shenanigans. AES encryption is practically woven into the fabric of our smart contracts, ensuring a cryptographic fortress around your assets. User interface, you ask? Prepare for an immense interactive paradigm that transcends the mundane. Our interface, designed with the finesse of a mathematical function, boasts a user experience that adheres to the principles of ergonomic brilliance. Think UX equals F efficiency elegance. In the zero gravity realm of gas fees, Astrovault reigns supreme. Witness the efficiency of our fee model where the transaction cost is practically an epsilon in the vast space of crypto economics a fee structure elegantly articulated as epsilon times n equals one to the infinity power uh, i can't read that 
it's pretty cool. So, in grand tapestry of decentralized finance, Astrovald isn't just a platform. It's an algorithmic odyssey. Join us where blockchain meets the elegance of mathematical functions, and your trades become poetic expressions of cryptographic symphonies. Astrovald navigating the quantized, quantized cosmos with the precision of mathematical constellations and the elegance of cryptographic equations. So, suck it. <laughs> so that's that's what it said. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic, dude. See now I would have went a different way. I'd have said token go up. That that's that's usually good enough, man. That'll that'll get a lot more looked. I love it. And Ethan did, of course, write that. So he just sometimes struggles to read his own handwriting, which I understand. You're silly. Hey, VIP ended. VIP ended. We are fully live. Um, we are 15,000 into the round, which means another 9,000 plus could qualify for the bonus if it does fill, if in bonus time. If not, the jackpot is already lower than it would have been, better than it started out in round three. Uh, also, another change. I don't know if I mentioned this one as much. Um, the minimum bid in bonus time, you guys notice it goes up by $100 per bid. We lowered that to have it go up by $50 per bid. So it is still going to go up. It still starts at 100 and every time you bid, it's going to go up to 150 to 200 to 250 But that's going to have it go up a little bit slower. The idea is we can hopefully have more bids, more people able to participate. If we had, like, with the $36,000 jackpot, the minimum bid ended up getting over $2,000 there at the end. Um, trying to keep it a little bit more open. But um, especially with the shorter timer from 30 minutes to 15. The reason we can't lower the timer too far is just this is blockchain. Like somebody can spam attack Archway. It's expensive to do so. They have to burn a shit ton of Arch, uh, which would be awesome. Um, but at the same time, if they do that so that they could win like a $40,000 jackpot while people are trying to bid, that kind of sucks. So we, we do need to keep it a little bit protected. But thoughts on the lowering the minimum bid raise? I know we've had some confusion over the last couple of rounds about how the minimum bid worked. Thoughts on whoever's in second place changing their name to Go AXV. <laughs> In favor. Oh, AVX is so much funnier. God, even when when our uh, when that bot started like spamming our Discord like immediately after round three ended, it was all like, "Oh, get the AVX token." <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, this definitely isn't the team." <laughs> Eric would be fuming. <laughs> he was. I checked. I thought I smelled smoke. Yeah, fair enough. <sighs> So what else is going on? I heard um, I heard from one of our team members that AQLA is doing a launch on um, Kujira. We had some of their people infiltrate our Discord and tell us, hey, instead of using Outbid, you should use Kujira, which you know, doesn't really sound like us. Um, but apparently, it was a whole bunch of their team members buying tokens. We have not done that, but uh, that is super interesting. We would like to add some kind of like checks in place to you know like verify that kind of stuff. You know, try not to go the full Osmo route. Should we list Wasmo? I heard it's a good token. Wasmo is awesome. Just awesome. You guys just don't get it, man. It's a community. All right. It's a it's a community. It's it's a culture it's a, that they created yeah. in out of thin air, out of nowhere, with a you know, with an anonymous team that gave themselves all the tokens and lied about yeah. it. And the IB the yeah. IBC did claim uh the IBC hospital did claim its first victim, DOA. Uh, it looks like uh, L1AM Crypto. 
So they did get their very first victim. Uh, say what you want about it, man. It'll be memorable. Most things that are memorable. Liam. <laughs> Liam, what were you thinking, man? I, I'm sorry. You got to ask. Dude. What What the hell? Yeah. Thinking you can, cloud's only as good as what you, how you can monetize it. I might have to drop for a call here uh, pretty pretty soon, but we can keep this space live as long as you guys want. It's going to be mostly dead air, which pisses off Scott, but uh, that's what going. Scott could just do live reads nonstop for the next hour if that's what the people vote. It's how governance he literally will. has to abide. The people's will. Scott just rebrand. I can't believe how much is going on. I would fill the dead air, but I got a real bad sore throat today, so... Um, hairball, hairball, Eric. We got a question on Twitter Is the total amount of tokens available for this round less than 1 million? Yes, so that is um, part of the big change of switching to um, fixed dollar amount. At this point, now it is less tokens available per round, and if we have more rounds, that's going to continue. So, the new table, let me pull this up. We've got this. Like every founder ever, we've got way too many tables up. This round is $50,000 at a 9.45 cent price. There are 529,221 tokens available. Um, in the previous rounds, it was a fixed 1 million tokens per round. Now we're going to fix it to $50,000, unless you guys want to switch back. I don't know. Feedback was you like the fixed dollar amount. That's easier. Um, so that would set the, this round up for 529,000 tokens. Next round for 490,000 at a 10.2 cent price. The next round would be 453,722 tokens at an 11.02 cent price. So it scales about 8%, um, but now it's fixed dollar amount instead of fixed tokens. So you guys let us know what you want. Maybe this is the last round, so it doesn't matter all that much. But still, the feedback's imperative because obviously this will not be the last campaign. If other teams want to make a fixed token, great. If they want to make it fixed price, great. If they want to do some kind of weird different thing, they can set it up however they want to. Um, but realistically, they're going to be like, hey, you guys are the expert. How does this work? How do you want us to set it up? And we want to advise it however is most user-friendly. Bitnilly from Telegram. Any word on something of an APY or rewards on the LPs on AstroVault? I've had some in, the, in them LPs like forever now. Yes, we're going to give out one. Yeah, the, that is the literal point of what we're doing right now. And if you weren't aware, we are doing the token sale to push the token live to get those juicy APRs pumping and flowing. So we are in process right now, boys. Steady. Yep. Token will be live. Yeah. A couple days or sooner after outbid closes. Um, when the token is live, the airdrop will be claimable. The airdrop will be fully liquid. There's nothing you have to do. You just go to Astro Vault, click the button. It's going to ask you a really detailed survey. You know, what's your mother's maiden name? What diseases are you most susceptible to? But also only um, if you use Ledger or not, and if you use Desktop or Mobile. And um, then you just have all your tokens available. Go stake them. Go LP them. Our first staking farm will be live. A decent number of AXV-based pools will be live. If there are others that we don't have that you guys really want to set up for LP and it's not permissionless, let us know. We could spin them up. Let it, we just want to make sure that there's enough liquidity to have demand for it so it's not just clogging up UI. Um, but, I mean, you guys, like, this is your platform. We're just here to facilitate your usage and your service. So um, the APRs on the, like, so basically once we'll get the pools up, we'll seed it with some POL. Then we'll have the airdrop claim go live. 
And about 30 minutes after the airdrop claim goes live, um, all of the APRs will go live, like 30 minutes an hour. So there will be some time to get set up. It's not just like everything's at a billion and we put one token and we're farming AXP like crazy. Uh, but it will be a pretty short time to like get your tokens where you want them before everything gets turned on. So um, whenever outbid ends, stay tuned because that's still just the beginning of the token launch and all this new stuff that's rolling out. We will have the farms tab go live on Astro Vault. Like we just added the outbid. We will then have the farms go live. That's where you can stake AXV. Day one, you can stake AXV for more AXV. Day two, probably you can stake AXV for Arch. Um, APRs on that one, depending, it depends on how much AXV goes in, but will probably be pretty low. Like if you factor how much Arch we're earning uh, in a year, it's significant, but it's not crazy. Uh, and then we're only giving 20% of it to stakers, 80% stays a POL. So um, it's still, where else can you stake a different token to earn Atom and vote on Atom governance props? Um, so and our features are pretty cool, but the highest staking APR is very, very much expected to be the stake AXP to earn AXP pool. But balance will find itself, as all good things should. Any other requests for different pools? Right now, it is anticipated we'll have AXV pools against XJackal, XArch, XAdam, XDeck, and USDC Noble. So five pools going live. I'll take that as a solid yes. Wasmo AXV, you got it. All of our POLs going in. <laughs> I just... Yes, please. I, I don't see how you can lose with the Wasmo, dude. I think uh, I think that's going to be your path forward. Oh, it's, you got to buy. You got to buy the bottom. This is our chance as a community. So they, like I, we're a business. We want to support meme tokens. There are some, you know, cool ones. In general, I'm considered a hater primarily because I don't like dogs, and those are dog based. Um, but we are a decentralized business. If there's demand for it, if it'll drive trading, if it'll drive liquidity, then great. I want you all to have fun on Astro Vault. Like that's the culture we want to create. But part of having fun is not losing a bunch of money. <laughs> and so setting our users up to get hurt is something we're not big fans of. That's why we don't list a bunch of pools that don't have liquidity, like especially the way our stable pools work. Like if users don't really know what we're, they're doing, we don't want you to get hurt. Um, so we're, uh, <laughs> yeah, all, all, all within balance. If you guys don't like how we're handling things, tell us. If there's enough community sentiment, we'll change it. We're, we're meanly trying to, trying to fill the uh, desires and needs of the DAO. Um, but yeah, Wasmo's not my priority. Okay, so Karnthus, win AVX AXV pool. Oh my God, is somebody going to launch an AVX token? <laughs> uh, we, need to, we need to just launch it as AVX and then go to Avalanche so we can have AVX, a AVAX. Just, yeah. And then we need to launch an anti-vax token. So like AN-vax or something. I don't know. There you go. Have the dyslexic people just like really die. I feel like sooner or later we're just going to run out of things to call tokens. They're going to be, the names are going to start getting really wild. It's going to be like, you know, walking into a dispensary when you go to it. When you go to CoinGecko, it's going to be just these wild off the wall names. Hey, Power Bottom is still available. All right, just putting that out there. <laughs> to be fair, we're already kind of there. Yeah. We've got Peen from Maya in the tribe. Is Peen available? <laughs> What's up, Peen? Welcome. Yeah, uh, we need to have better naming sorts, better filtering. Oh, man, I just saw one token there, like some dog token listed, and they were like, 
eight different tokens with that name already. I'm like, this is just, yeah, Quen Gecko is going to be a dick to use in two years. I think Picasso might be available here pretty quick, man. That thing is getting torpedoed today. I don't see how that's possible. Cito just did all those videos about it. Uh, <laughs> it was Picasso going down after, you know, they were on track to spend $1.2 million a year incentivizing their Picasso Osmo liquidity in a way that guarantees half of it gets sold for Osmo. <laughs> it's down 25% today. So if out. only somebody could warn them and advise them to set up their token to not have eat that much selling pressure. <sighs> I swear I try, guys. Hey, Scott, well, I got bad news for you. The ticker symbol for Power Bottom Token has actually been taken. You gotta be kidding me. Nope. Wow. That's amazing. That's it's hard to build. It's hard. It's hard to build memes, guys. <laughs> it's a tough one. Great. Uh, the Astral team's taking this money, and we're all aping into to power bottom. That's where I would go. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Well, it might be a good time to get Picasso listed over there on AVX. It really would. I, I actually, I really like their team. Um, they're building some really cool stuff. They need help with tokenomics, but so does everybody. And I mean, we can help them with that. So, um, like if you can build a good product that has a legitimate use case and get real clients, then you can fix tokenomics and stuff later. And I, I think that they are able to do that. So I, I am long-term bullish on Picasso. I just don't like the way they set up their initial liquidity stuff. I don't like, I'm picky. I don't like the way a lot of people set up their liquidity stuff. That's why we built our own platform to do it. Better. You're, you're long, you're long time <laughs> bullish on Picasso. Is that what you said? Um, yeah. The team, yeah. I, I don't know about the token yet, but definitely how, the team. how much of the token do you own? None, yeah, dude. you're ready, dude. You're <laughs> you are ready, man. Uh, you know, Liam just closed down today, so there's a spot available in the uh, uh, Cosmos uh, influencer racket. So I think you're ready, dude. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, and I'm not. It's not that I'm not bullish on. They don't have it like full transparency as we you know like to operate with full transparency. We have self funded the building of Astro Vault. Like we sold our portfolios. We sold our houses, <laughs> we sold our cars, like we have done everything we can to self-fund this to this point. Again, most teams raise five million plus to try to build out a worse product than we already have uh, in a year's time. Um, we just did everything ourselves because people didn't get the vision and we're stubborn. So um, yeah, what we have is live, what we have is real, um, but we don't have gigantic personal portfolios. We're not rich. We're just trying to keep getting by and build something that changes the world. And we think we're off to a good start. The crypto I have is vested stuff from the work that I do, and that's honestly probably going to do pretty well, especially the game I was talking about. <laughs> you got ripped pretty hard on the last cycle. I think a lot of people did. But uh, things are looking up. I'm definitely definitely uh, appreciating where the market's going these days. What are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on uh, having the ability to like override people's usernames? Like if you like burn enough AXV? Yes. Hey. I would burn so much AXV just to screw with people. Like, would, would that like mess up the product too much, or is that no? Nah, that that's an awesome <laughs> troll feature, dude. I'd be all over that. Yup. And I I have I have money to burn, <laughs> so yes, I will abuse it. <laughs> Benji, for for a high enough price, could we overpass the patches filter? 
Uh, Benji down in the comments is our yeah. CTO, who we give a hard time all the time. He's awesome, awesome dude. Uh, but but he's offensively British, and so we mess with him a lot. I'm taking that silence as consent. <laughs> Don't make that a habit, philosophy. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry for the uh, less formality today. I'm not too sorry. This is kind of how we operate, but it has been a very, very long last week. Um, we have been working very long days, but things are rolling, guys. Really excited. Um, just crossed 260K. Woot. Um, output is going well. Again, if we can scale this, if we can get more clients lined up like it's starting to, things are looking bright and we are ready to get this token out and just to keep pushing forward. We have two new hires starting tomorrow that we're very stoked about. One of them is in this very room. Bella, welcome to the team. <laughs> yep, glad to be here. Uh, Bella is coming on as our chaos coordinator to help with social media, community management, biz dev, and basically absolutely everything because we suck at life, but she's pretty good <laughs> at it. Giving me too much credit. And then we'll have, and we'll have another team member announced joining here pretty soon uh, who's not in this space right now. But uh, we're excited to scale. Um, need more hands to do more work. We're going to look to keep scaling um, as we try to build more aggressively and a lot more stuff. But thank you guys for helping facilitate this and for being along for the ride. All right. And now now this is where I transition into the role of the voice of Benji. No bad words. No price to override bad words filter. We stay good. <laughs> Right diction, your accent wasn't nearly offensive enough. <laughs> that, that's that's what's holding back the impression. Well, I'm not British either, so. <laughs> and that's why you're here. <laughs> uh, no, I, if there are any other British people offended in the comments, sorry, that's that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. How rude. I mean, it, it could be worse. I could start letting the southern accent out. No, thank you. I have recently moved to the south and told my wife that if my daughter starts saying y'all, I will hit them. I don't believe I in y'all. <laughs> I, I don't I don't believe in domestic violence, but like, I don't know, some lines shouldn't be crossed. That is such a horrible stereotype. My God. I... I don't know, man. Everyone says it out here. Everyone talk. Ugh. I feel like I'm losing IQ points in like regular conversation. <laughs> and it's not like uh, California, I think, is tied in the United States for like the lowest IQ. But but there are so many people that if you're in the right places, you could find like decent education, <laughs> as you know, I pretended to do. I I'm in a decent part of Alabama. It's it's rough. <laughs> You know they're in the pressures. Uh, speak for yourself. I'm originally from Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, Bella's my neighbor. Nah, I'm in Iowa currently, but I'm from there. All right, Bitnilly, come. Okay, you were born my neighbor. <laughs> Bit Nilly coming in with another question on Telegram. My Adam and Arch have been in there for months now in the pool. So will the APY count in retrospect for the months it's already been in there? 
that is basically what the airdrop is. So yes, um, we are airdropping to our own users based on LP and time provided. So um, yeah, airdrops are usually a big marketing stunt for us. You guys gave us the chance to prove out our model. Um, we very believe, very much believe in like equality and like or equity and uh, reciprocity. We don't want to give a bunch of tokens away for free um, because that devalues the tokens that the people have earned by voluntarily contributing, by caring, by putting their money where the where my mouth is. Uh, and um, we appreciate you guys a lot more. So yes, the airdrop will be to our own users. In essence, is meant to be a generous like retrospective APY for the time you guys have put in. Uh, additionally, future airdrops, such as we have re um, the airdrop to Jackal uh, stakers, is because Jackal took a flyer on us and seeded us with decent liquidity. And that has, like, now as a DAO, we have earned over $200,000 worth of Jackal from being the only DEX in the world to monetize liquidity. So um, we owe them a great deal of thanks for helping prove out our model. And since they earned a bunch of the airdrop through the LP position, they were generously willing to have that airdrop to their community instead of just to their foundation, uh, which technically would have earned it. So props to their team for doing things right. Really appreciate that. Stoked to work for them long-term in the future. Um, future airdrops. We have recently announced that there will be an archway airdrop. Um, these are where things like deals are going to come into place. Um, we The DAO owns more than 60% of the tokens. Like Most of the tokens are not accounted for. They're just owned by the DAO. If we vote to burn them, we can. Um, but like really whatever you guys want. However, for growth purposes, we can use them to grow our AUM, to grow our DAO, to help better overall distribution, and to get footholds in other ecosystems as we continue to grow and expand. Um, we went to Archway with Prop 33, basically asking for $750,000 worth of Arch, saying we'd give them $750,000 worth of AXV at the lowest valuation as an airdrop to their community. That's a hell of a deal. It got voted down. Kind of weird. We were not expecting that at all. Um, so is what it is. Uh, they voted no. Okay. Oh, well. Um, we were like, okay, we're not going to airdrop to you. And we were hoping a deal would get worked out with the foundation. It finally did. Um, they, yeah, we went with more of a Levana style deal. So full transparency. They ended up giving us, if you notice our POL is now $880,000 or I think prices down today, maybe 840K. They gave us like, $480,000 worth of arch or something. And in two months, we will pay that back at the current spot price of AXV and an airdrop to arch stakers. If AXV does well, then it means they get a little bit less of an airdrop. If it does poorly, they get a little bit more, but that way it's decently equitable and it still goes to the overall users while bootstrapping our POL and our AUM. Um, we had put props up on the forums for Juno and Stargaze to do a similar deal to what we had proposed on Archway, we're no longer willing to do those. We actually only want to structure deals the same way we just did with Archway, where basically we get a loan, we bootstrap POL, and then we pay for it retrospectively through our token as an airdrop. It helps with distribution. Um, but additionally, this is really good for the scaling of our liquidity. As we mentioned with Archway, if we never did an airdrop to them, and if we never got their bootstrap POL from them, in a year's time, in two years' time, we'd still have $600,000 worth of Arch, and we still would have paid so much AXV for it because we'd give it out in incentives and we'd earn it from the liquidity and the trading fees. This just speeds things up. This just helps us grow faster. And now that we have this Arch liquidity, whatever liquidity positions are owned by the DAO are earning AXV. 
And what the DAO does with the AXV it earns is it just straight burns it. So not only do we have the trade fees buyback and burn AXV, but also all of the emissions earned by the DAO burn AXV. So by spending through the airdrop earlier, it actually lowers what we have to spend in the future. And you'll, you'll see this through things like Manta DAO and other groups that are working on liquidity deals. They're like, hey, let's just trade liquidity and now we don't have to incentivize it. Now we don't have to incentivize it. Well, we don't have to incentivize it, but we, we still can. And because of that, we can grow liquidity to much higher levels than they can because they don't earn anything from their liquidity. So it doesn't make sense for them to pay for it. We do. We have margins to work with. Um, but this, yeah, it enables us to pay early to save in the long term. And the more we're able to do this, the more we're able to expand, the better, uh, in my opinion, uh, in my Sims, we're going to be able to grow. So we would love to keep making deals like that. If you guys are connected and close to other L1s that are interested, um, they're like, hey, we love an airdrop and we'd love to grow our liquidity. It's like, it's not a big risk for them. It's basically a supply sink. It's just locked up as liquidity on Astro Vault, um, which helps their needs anyways. It lowers the stake in APR from people who could be selling it and it raises the stake in APR of growing their liquidity. Astro Vault retroactively solves that. Our model's pretty damn sweet. Um, so if they want a nice activation campaign, if they want an airdrop, we're happy to do this deal with more people, with more groups, um, and broaden the distribution. If you guys don't like that model, please let us know right now and bring up any um, like any le le legitimate reasons why. And we're happy to talk it over because like that is what we are actively planning right now. But we're always willing to go based on the feedback of the DAO. All right. Comment coming in from uh, Henry O'Neill with the Lunar Space team. Outbit is truly awesome. Love seeing dope new tools built on Archway. Salute to the AstroVault team. Thank you very much. We're a uh... Ferocious builders. That's uh, what we do. We run into problems. We try to solve them. We all have an engineering mindset, um, and we have a fun time doing it. Our our team motto is build cool shit with cool people, and it's an honor to get to go to work every day and do that. So uh, now we grow in the community of cool people too. So now we get to to share this with uh with with more friends, and this is this is a good time. We're, we're actively involved in the culture that we want to be a part of. Um, that makes it a lot easier to keep working hard, a lot easier to keep grinding, a lot easier to spend less time with my kids. Um, so it's, yeah, it's great. Jackfruit Taco. Can the DAO vote to sell some of the arch for other tokens in vault because it's overweight? Uh, yes, it can. Um, <laughs> I've mentioned a couple of times we would love like DAOs that focus on things like treasury management. Here's the thing. Um, the, a couple of years ago, now maybe like a year, two years ago, the United States was pissed off at Russia because Russia, Ukraine, the United States kicked Russia out of SWIFT, destroyed the ruble for, you know, a month or two. It bounced back pretty, pretty hard. Um, they started focusing on BRICS. They got a lot more people aligned. What happened from the fallout of this is all of the allies of the United States were like, yeah, yeah, good job. And then went behind the scenes and were like, hey, we need contingencies. Because if the United States is willing to do this to Russia, what happens when they're pissed at us? What happens when they want something from us? They can strong arm us whenever they want to, and they can kick us out of global commerce. That is a, like an, a huge, huge risk, a dependency that we can't base our entire survival on. And they started making contingency plans. So our allies cheered us on, and then they went for a bunch of contingency plans. As soon as we move to start selling other assets on our POL, that signals to all of our partners that we're willing to do that. 
So yes, the DAO can do that. I know I will actively vote against it. Um, unless there's undue reason to at some point where like maybe a team has fully left or there's something specifically that we're raising funds for. And even then I'd like to do it through something like Outbid where we could, you know, take some Arch, take some Jackal, take some Atom, take some NFTs and whatnot and pool them together in different bundles and let people bid on them in a way that's fun and has vesting schedules. Um, then just sell them on the open market through our own liquidity. So yes, we can. These are fully owned by the DAO. There are no possible stipulations like this is protocol owned liquidity. And that's why I wouldn't do things like, oh, you can, we'll do airdrop for you if you hold liquidity here. It's like, it's either owned by the DAO or it's not. This is owned by the DAO. We can vote and do whatever we want to with it. Please, please, please be very careful. If we have more arch than other stuff, it means we can supply more arch liquidity pools. If we have more jackal than other stuff, it means we can contribute to more jackal liquidity pools and help grow the liquidity of the people who have been good partners with us and do whatever we can to support them and grow them rather than to hurt them. Uh, I think that that's probably the best path long-term, but I'm just one guy and would love more feedback. And again, the DAO can do whatever it wants. All right, Carnthus. What was is the goal of more arch tokens when the pool already has about 325k liquidity in just for arch x arch, not to mention the other pairs? So, more than half of that liquidity is protocol owned liquidity. And the primary goal of growing this POL is to make sure that we can sustain the stable pools of these L1 assets, which, which do need to grow. Um, maybe the Jack one doesn't need to grow right now, but like the Arch, the Atom ones do, especially tokens that are used more heavily. Um, so our long-term goal is that like, if our DAO can maintain all the stable pools, then great. Those don't really need APRs. We can host those. We can keep them balanced. And now users can just use the standard pools and have much higher APR because that's, those are the ones earning us more money anyways. Uh, but we can basically ensure ease of use, keep the, um, good yields going to users like not just be yield farming on our own decks to try to burn more tokens, like that's short-sighted. But um, yeah, it grows other pools. Like basic, uh, I think at this point, more than half of the X-Arch, X-Atom pool is, is protocol-owned liquidity. Uh, and we chose to do that with the X-Atom because one, the Atom stable pool was well-funded, but two, Arch really needed more Atom liquidity. And we we're like, this is how we can best facilitate growing and bettering the experience on Astrovault because people are coming in with Atom and having way too uh, high of slippage. Like we really need more Atom liquidity uh, and not the single pool and standard pools. So um, yeah, this opens us up to make more liquidity deals. We can go to other people and be like, hey, let's make a deal. You guys seed your Kive, your Kudos, your something else with Arch. And we could even back and provide the Arch liquidity to bootstrap that pool. Now we own half of it. We're earning half of the AXV in that pool and we're burning it. So we're still, we're lowering emissions from it while still keeping things equitable. We're facilitating more deal flow. Uh, but there's a lot of, like, we only have $5 million in liquidity. We need 100x that, if not more. Um, there's so much we can do with the tokens. Selling them is, is very short-sighted at this point. All right. Comment coming in from, uh, a question coming in from uh, Henry on, on uh, Telegram. Corium would be a great L1 to LP with at first. Lunar Spaces tokens are built there. Awesome. We, we've recently connected with the Corium team. We've had some uh, great conversations with the Lunar Space team. Um, if you guys think that you would like to see the AXV token over on Corium um, and see 
some Corium liquidity on Astro Vault, great. I am pretty confident we can make that happen. I think we'll probably get something set up with like Megaloo, uh, White Whale. I know they've got several tokens. We could try to make some things work. We're not, we're not actively focused on getting AXV to more different places. If you'd like us to prioritize that, again, we can. It's just the opportunity cost of everything we're building. Like we're, we're focused on Astro Vault and Outbid. Uh, we're focused on our own stuff. Um, we need a bunch of AXV here for the cross-chain routing that we'll be bringing here in a couple months. Um, but yeah, other people need exposure. It should grow. So you guys let us know where you want things to happen. Put us in the room with the right people and we'll do what we can. Any other questions, Bella? Also, Bella, where are you sourcing these questions? You're awesome, dude. I'm I'm pulling them literally from Telegram, Discords of various channels. I, I missed the last one that was asked on Twitter, but I am trying to keep an eye out for those questions too. Ethan's getting a little bit ahead of me on answering those. So <laughs> trying to keep a hold of them all there we got so many channels nowadays that you know it's a lot to watch but yeah trying to get everybody everywhere uh read a man's or mount loud homie uh, yeah, yeah. all right well if you if you want the uh, last one that came in to be read that ethan you know answered why from totaled on twitter why round four was added afterwards when all the other rounds were completed will then be fifth sixth and so on Asking as thought that when all previous are finished, that's it. When distribution and what's the use of AXV? Thanks. Ethan, you want this one? Um, yeah, I can take it. Um, give me two seconds here. Sorry. Multitasking. Um, yeah, so well, I, had, I had answered that there in the chat. Um, hold on just a second. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, the previous round filled during bonus time is the problem basically is what went on there. So because that actually filled all the way out, the process continues. The process ends when a round fails to fill during bonus time. Um, and then on the econ side, be sure to check out astrovault.io slash about. If you haven't had a chance to check out our about page, it has links to all of our documentation to like our econ paper, our white paper, the time flux paper. It's got a bunch of great information about the project. Um, as far as when the token will go live that that's like end of next week ish i didn't include that in my answer to this gentleman um because i can only fit so much on twitter reply but um it'll our token will be going live end of next week likely um following outbid whenever this process finishes it kind of depends it's all organic depends on how much engagement how much purchasing and you know whatever else goes on um this could go the full 10 rounds it could go nine it could go eight it could you know we were not really sure until until it plays out so we're all part of the part of the live experiment here um, but as soon as that process is done, we'll be getting the airdrop and all of those things live as well. Uh, so we'll be we'll be pushing things out. Like I said, the prediction is sometime end of next week, but um, that's kind of fast and loose at the moment since we're still in it. Comment coming in from Flynn on Telegram. Oh, please, please, please make sure that once the AXV token is live, that it gets listed properly on CoinGecko. Dex screener would be a plus two. We have all our other pools live on CoinGecko. Let's go. This would be too different. <laughs> no, it, it, it can take a little bit of time. Um, we have comms with CoinGecko, which is nice. Uh, we've worked with them. It's We have weird pools, so we understand how that could be difficult to get things set up. Um, and they've been very patient and gracious in working with us. So um, we very, as soon as we can, we'll get it live on CoinGecko. But it's not like a, we don't know if we can. It's a matter of if we get it live in two days or a week. 
Uh, deck screeners are a great idea as well. Again, we had an, we have an application live, actually, if you could go to their Discord. Um, Benji, is there any way you could pull up that application to get people to like, like it? Because uh, we, we got to talk to them, and they basically shut us down. They're like, oh, you guys have less than $50,000 in daily volume. And then every single day since we had that conversation, we've had more than $50,000 in daily volume. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's the that's the quota to get added to there. And obviously we should be. So we, we're going to keep pinging them the amount of people in groups we have to talk to all the time on the biz dev side is, is unreal. Um, but we, we're working on it. Yeah. We can swing back around to them again too. I mean, it couldn't hurt to just kind of ping and be like, Hey, you know, it's been a few months. Um, our volume has increased significantly and we've got, you know, fairly large community would like to see us represented. I'm just going to tell them they got outbid and I'm going to burn some AXV and I'm going to change their name from deck screener to whatever I want it to be. There you go. Eric, I didn't really talk at length about the AXV token. Do you want to talk a bit about the token, what its utility is, what its planned utility is, um, kind of what, what our what our thought process is with it and what, what it's going to go live, what the utility that's going to have when it goes live? Yeah, so um, but most DEX tokens are called governance tokens. They govern the parameters of the platform. Uh, and maybe they govern a community pool of their own assets. We do that. You can govern the astral parameters. You can govern the AOXV community pool, which is you know more than half of the tokens. Uh, but you know also you can also govern a treasury of currently over eight hundred thousand AUM that's constantly growing and do what you want with it. That's non AXV assets. Uh, you can also vote on the governance proposals of all of the other L ones we support. So with AXV, you can vote on jackal props directly you can vote on atom props directly usually with more per capita voting power than if you had the l1 token and with no lockup period and you can stake it to earn those assets so sure you can stake atom to earn atom and vote on atom governance props or you can stake axv to earn atom and vote on atom governance props without a 21 day lockup period and with more per capita governance power um, additionally AXV will be used for cross-chain routing. Now, this will first start with a deployment on Neutron. We'll expand in the Cosmos. We will also expand out of the Cosmos. You guys thought this only model only works in Cosmos. You are wrong. Uh, there's no reason Uniswap shouldn't be earning hundreds of millions of dollars worth of ETH per year, but they don't because they have a dog shit model um, because they start as a science fair experiment. So um, fundamentally, yes, we're going to take this EVM, we're going to take this to Solana, we're going to take this other places, we're going to earn more tokens the same way Coinbase does, because we're the first to be able to pull that on, off in DeFi. And as we do that, we're going to do whatever we can to enable simplification of user interface. Right now, if you use DEXs that are deployed on multiple chains, say Astroport, you have to click a drop down. Do I want to use Astroport on Injective? Or do I want to use Astroport on Say? Or do I want to use Astroport on Neutron? As we deploy on multiple chains, you're going to use all of it under AstroVault. You're going to use multiple chains at the same time, and you're going to route cross-chain. If you have Neutron on Neutron, and you want to buy Arch, you can buy Arch on the Archway blockchain from Neutron on the Neutron blockchain. You did not have to deposit the Neutron. You do not have to withdraw the Arch. The way this will work is Neutron will purchase, it'll route through AXV. AXV, we, we basically built the same thing as CCTP, uh, not knowing that that's what they were building, um, but we built that basically the same for our token. Uh, AXV will be launched as a native token on each chain we deploy on. AXV will be burned on the Neutron side, mint on the Archway side, we'll charge an extra fee on the Neutron side, and we will subsidize the gas on the Archway side, 
to finalize the trade is AXV trades for XArch, trades for Arch. Now the user has Arch natively on the Archway blockchain. They don't have to withdraw it. They started with Neutron natively on the Neutron blockchain. The more blockchains we integrate, the more this cross-chain routing can work. The layer ones we partner with can keep their own TVL for their own liquidity, which helps their vanity metrics great, um, while still working and interoperating seamlessly as a DEX, kind of like a self-aggregator. Uh, if you will. That only works by routing through the AXV token, which is why we need a lot of AXV liquidity ourselves on our own decks, because we need at least one super liquid pair on each chain we deploy on. As we go and build on Solana, it's going to be difficult as we have different wallet-like capacities. We're going to do whatever we can. If we can hybridize the UIs, we can. If not, if we need some kind of drop down where you're like, this is the Cosmos one, this is the Solana one, something like that, we'll do what we have to do. But even then, we will set up AXV as a native token there, and you'll be able to burn across to Solana and continue with your trading so that you'll be able to access everything just from AstroVault.io. Uh, additionally, you know, you can burn it to change people's nicknames. Uh, you can uh, stake to earn all kinds of tokens, LP for governance power, um, and it will be useful in governing things like the payment processor, the business, the business NFT solution we're setting up. Whatever new random stuff we think of, like Outbid, again, we thought up and fully designed Outbid in four hours and had it built out in a month because we were like, we want to raise funds and we don't like the launchpad options. So whatever problems we run into, we're probably going to get an idea and get a fire under our ass and build something new and add it to Astro Vault. That's just who we are. All right. Texas over Twitter. Any cool projects talking with you about their launch through Outbid that you can share? Many cool projects actually are talking to us about launching on Outbid. Um, none that we can share. We really want to make sure we ink them first and not uh, name drop um, and have it not happen. Jackfruit Taco over over Telegram. Any plan to raise from VCs also who could, in addition to investing, provide a lot of liquidity to the exchange? They might be more inclined to invest, not throughout bid because of the extreme gamification and requirements for actual investment stocks. Yes. Um, we are super grateful. $261,000 is fantastic. We are overjoyed. This will get us by for several months. Um, but it is several months. We do need to raise more. Like we said, most teams raise $5 million before they start a project like this. We will probably do some kind of private raise. It will probably be at a higher valuation than you guys got on outbid. Um, that's, we wanted you guys to get the pre-seed opportunity. Um, when we talk to VCs, the first thing we add, like, we're not just looking for a ridiculously bad term loan. What we're looking for is people who can add value and can help scale and grow AstroVault weather. And the two things we look for, number one, and far most importantly, liquidity. Do you guys provide liquidity? Are you on the cap table of other assets? Are you willing to bring them in and put them on these pools? Like, if you can do that, that means the world to us. That is exactly what we're looking for. Number two, marketing. If you can provide liquidity, that's most important. If not, if you can get us in the right circles, if you can get, like, grow our community and our user base somehow, like, in a tangible way, not just like, oh, we run a blog that four people read, and it's me, myself, and my mom. Um, like, if you can actually drive traffic, especially, like, this is actually probably more important with Outbid than it is with AstroVault. Launchpads usually have crazy KOL deals. Like that's where most of the money goes because they have to drive traction for different launches. If we could have like private investors that are really focused on the marketing side and they can drive deal flow to outbid, that will definitively raise our revenue by a lot. Um, so that, that's still liquidity is more important, but that's number two. Um, 
so yeah, we are open to that. We probably will do something like that um, now that we've proven our model, um, grown our community, and soon we'll have the APRs go live and showcase legitimate margins. And then we can uh, compare them to other DEXs and showcase um, how the margins are kind of broken. So uh, yeah, the, now that we have more real concrete numbers, it's easier for us to talk to VCs. Um, back when we tried talking to them at the top of the bull market, um, we were solving a problem that they didn't acknowledge was real. You know, they thought Terra could print money. They thought Osmosis having a $10 billion valuation and zero revenue made sense. Um, now they're much more keen on business. We have always believed in decentralized business. That has always been our approach. They're finally lining up for it. And we have kind of hit a lull in the questions for the moment. Scott, we're going to need a live read. Nice. <laughs> I, I really do love the live reads, guys. Like, that's, that's so fun. It's solid. I appreciate it. Are you guys enjoying round four? Are you guys uh, enjoying the, the Twitter space in my, tech, my TED Talk? Yes, sir. I'm enjoying it. I don't count, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think we uh, enjoyed hearing you do your own live read, Ethan. Yeah, I did one on Scott's show before. I know. It was pretty solid. I dig it. Uh, Ethan, I'm going to have to hop on a call in five minutes. But um, if you guys are in our Telegram, check it out. Benji just dropped the link for... Um, yeah, Benji just dropped the link in our Telegram, where if, uh, which is astrovault.io slash Telegram, by the way. Nice and easy. Um, and that's the link to our deck screener application. If you could go to their Discord and you can uh, give that a thumbs up, that will be fantastic. Um, we we do need that integration. We also want to do like coin hall for better um, charting type stuff. We need more pro trading experience. There's a ton we have to do. Dig it. We'll be here doing it though, right? Um, yeah. So there. Yep, I see it now on my screen too. I got it pulled up. It does lead directly to the post on deck screener where you can throw an emoji or drop a line. What else do you guys want to see get listed on Astro Vault? What tokens are you missing? Uh, obviously, we need a lot more tokens, but what would be your priorities? What would encourage you guys to bring in some liquidity? And are there any limitations? Um, would you rather LP against an AXV than against Arch? Would you rather LP against Jackal than against Artor AXV? Like, what, what kind of pools do you guys want to see set up? Got a comment on Telegram. DVPN, Kudos, Cacao. Um, love DVPN and Kudos. Can probably make those work. I don't know Cacao. Um, does anybody know about Cacao you guys could tell us about? Can anyone make an intro? It's spelled C-A-C-A-O. I know Curacao. I know of the, uh, you know, chocolate product, Cacao. <laughs> Love it. I would like to list some South American raw chocolate. <laughs> Sounds nice. That's what they call me. Sounds pleasant. I'm with it. Apparently, it is for Maya Protocol. So I have I've heard about Maya. Or they're doing some cool things. Oh, we did get a comment. Um, Eric Weissen and Phantom Wallet has cool DCA feature. Would you ever consider anything like that? Yes, we would consider cool things like that. If only CalcFi was in the process of building out on top of us, that would be cool. Where people yeah. could DCA directly on AstroVault, on Archway, on Arch Connect, all that good stuff. Um, yes. We want more people to build on us. The more liquidity we get, the more it will make sense for others too. Um, yeah, like we we could build a bunch of different apps and do everything in-house. We firmly believe in being the best partner possible, and we could partner with way more people if we're competing with less. We have the best model for being a spot liquidity market. All of these higher DeFi primitives need 
a solid spot liquidity market. We can be the best one, and then we could partner with all of them. Right now, they're partnering with Osmosis. None of them are particularly happy about it. And then Osmosis will just randomly compete with them on no notice um, or take off their banners or do whatever they want to do. And it's not really a great experience for them. We can be a much better partner because we earn from them. We have a better better model and we can help them run more sustainably having their own DAP specific staking derivatives so that they also um, can earn from the liquidity they attract instead of being you know, a vanity metric as everyone else has it right now. So let's grow our liquidity up. Um, we have CalcFi will integrate, um, but, and that will be that uh, Phantom wallet, I believe is the wallet of um, the primary wallet for Solana. So that is interesting. That could eventually be built out directly like as we um, potentially go there. But um, yeah, we, we need more of that kind of stuff. And I'm a huge, huge fan of DCA strategies instead of just taking out fat loans and not telling people about it, because that's honestly pretty sketch. And more and more teams are doing it. You saw it with Osmosis, you saw it with Curve. Um, it's scary. So <laughs> DCA is better. We got a comment from Jacob of Atlas now. Hey guys, congrats on the launch. I got busy with the project I'm working on, so I wasn't able to finish the Astro Vault video. Hopefully I can get it done next month. Let's go. Let's go. Hopefully next month we have more stuff to make videos about too. We probably will. Realistically, we're pretty... Uh... That does sound like us. Pretty froggy, yeah. I had to throw a leap on in there. Love leap wallet. They're like one of the one of my more favorite crews in Web three right now. Uh, didn't get any updates from other people. Did you guys see the leap push notification as a round went live? I saw it. I thought it was awesome. But do you guys have notifications set? Do you guys use Leap Mobile? Are you guys all using Kepler on desktop like savages? Or I, I count as a savage. Okay, Bella. A part of operational security. We're gonna have to migrate that to Leap for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually stuck using Kepler a decent amount of the time. Um, right now, Leap does not support full derivation path access for ledgers. Um, I do everything on Ledger all the time because I care about security and I have very, very many wallets because, you know, I work in crypto and uh, I can't migrate a lot of the Kepler wallets to Leap yet. Once that's added, I will finish migrating all of them and I will not use Kepler again. Now, now, I do use Leap, but I don't do anything crypto on my phone so yeah that that's that's where my savagery comes in yeah we got to have you start doing outbit on your phone we got to make outbit easy enough to do on your phone so leaps onboarding is decently easy we need to make that easier but if people can start using outbit just on their phone easy we need to get so we need to get outbit on the solana phones <laughs> the, the sagas and we need to make it easy as hell to use that will be sick I just, uh, you know, I want the, uh, I want the website cast of my, the TV that's in my office so I can see it big screen. That, that's all it is. Hell yeah. We need more, we need better solutions for blind people like Bella. hundred <laughs> percent. Ethan's got really thick glasses, so it really is the blind leading the blind here. Hey, I wear contacts, right? One of these days I'll be able to afford LASIK. I don't know if I'm ever going to have the time to do it, though, is the problem. They make you like, first off, they make you sit there in a chair and they shoot laser beams in your eyes, which is freaky enough. But then you're like out of commission for like, I think it's like 24, 48 hours where you can't like look at things. And I can't not look at things for any period of time. So here we are. <laughs> in a nutshell. But uh, yeah. Love it. 
Well, guys, yeah, thank you so much for coming here. Uh, we are going to have to hop and keep working, um, but let's do this same time tomorrow where either we will be going into bonus time or we will be starting round five if we do close out today. There's less than 32K left, so even if nobody bids for the next uh, however many hours, um, yeah, even if it does, like, nobody bid there, the bonus times line up for less of a possible jackpot than the last round. Um, it's easier to bid in bonus time than last round as the minimum bid goes up slower, but you have to act faster as the timer's only 15 minutes. So if we make it to bonus time, only the first, um, yeah, um, only um, if the timer goes for 15 minutes, like you're done. So you have to act quickly. You have to be online um, there in person. So we'll have the Twitter space for it again if it gets there. And there's still room for a bit over $6,000, just under $7,000 for people to want to line up to get a 6% bonus. Should we be able to close the round in bonus time if it gets there? If not, if you like the valuation, if you think you that Astrovault is undervalued at a sub $1.5 million market cap, um, then that's the goal of this opportunity for you all. <laughs> We'd rather make you guys a bunch of money and loyal community members than, um, than predatory VCs who don't give a shit about us and just want to give terrible term loans. So we're, we're trying to build loyalty. Um, we're trying to give equitable offers. Um, let us know what you think. And thank you guys so much for participating. Thank you guys for so much. Eric, for, uh, so, one more question before we go. Um, from Carnthus, uh, one final one. There has been some talk about permissionless pools and or outbid launches. Is the team considering a packaged process for a project to mint, launch, and then pool in a seamless process on Astrovault? We are now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bro, that's a great question. <laughs> um, yeah, so mint token mints built into Astrovault is something we're interested in licensing out outbid so one yeah we're gonna host stuff ourselves two we're very interested in licensing out and basically renting out the outbid platform for people to host their own stuff um and that's gonna be a bit more of a build but we should be able to get there someday we've already talked through a couple strategies towards it um but yes we could combine all this kind of stuff and additionally outbid will have like some default lbp type stuff set up but yes part of the idea of pain and pol at the final valuation, we'll have to do some sanity checks to make sure this isn't like gamed by teams that want to list on us, put too high of a valuation and seed out our liquidity. But ideally, they can pay us so much in their token, we seed it as liquidity in a default pool, as well as part of the rest of their raise, the LBP, um, will help bootstrap their pool. Um, and they can do everything on Astrovault, get their pool started, get their raise going, get their token minted. Uh, so yes, that's going to take some time. Uh, it's not top of the priority list. Scaling outbid is, scaling Astrovault is, growing liquidity is, but that will make for a much better quality of life for new teams going forward. So thank you. Great question. And we'll get there. Sure. All right, guys. I got to hop. Uh, thank you so very much. Um, I appreciate all of you. And go out and go Astrovault. Looking forward to getting the token launched in a couple of days. And the further away the token launch is, the better things are going. Be sure to join us tomorrow on the, uh, the next round of the space. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all 
It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelline's They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.